I am unashamed. What about you? I had something profound happen yesterday, but I have no proof. <laughs> well, it might not be so profound. <laughs> it may oh. be a figment of your imagination. Well, <laughs> Missy's she she went. She went out of town. She's tying up some loose ends here. And By the there. way, Miss Kay said under no circumstances ever would she turn down blackened crappie. She said, I don't care what anybody said. <laughs> yeah, that, don't stick blackened crappie in front of me because I want some of that. Well, I told Missy I told that story. Because uh -oh. <laughs> then I thought, yes. how's she going to feel about that? Evidently not too well. She said, <laughs> she said now people are going to think I'm some weirdo. She's like, I Would made a commitment. I put a positive spin that she she's like, I made a commitment not to do that. And I mean, it was kind of, you know, between her and God, she she does these things. That's how she So she this operates. the the the, the black and crappie got in the way of her diet basically is what she's She's not she, on a diet. She just she's just sometimes, fasting for meat. Yeah, sometimes she'll just eat vegetables for three days, or she does that kind of stuff. the The problem was I don't I don't keep up with all this. How, how would I know that? Yeah, that's I'm not. I, I was right about. It. I knew the problem was going to be that she told you this three days ago. Oh yeah, of course. And she, and she did. was upset because you didn't remember. I mean, look, I can't remember hardly anything. <laughs> so anyway, I got through that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when she's. There's Gone. a there's a there's a rock group that's called Moody Blues, Moody Blues. Moody, now this is Moody. nothing about being Moody. This yeah. this was just this was just me getting it wrong. So I'm back over at Willie's and because I'm looking for some more crappie. <laughs> now I'm mad that I blackened them because I did them for her. So I'm fixed to fry some. You were forced to eat them all. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like <laughs> next day I'm back over there, you know, because they only they only bite right there for dark. So I had had some guests a week ago. I think I told you all about it where I was trying to get them to catch a big bass over there. Of course, when you try to do something, it becomes almost impossible. That's right. yeah. So I got this little I mean, this this it looks like a kid's rod and reel. It's a little bitty short thing. Open face, you know, with the the kind you like. Uh, what's the word? I'm the bell for yeah, with the bell you click over. So I have what I have on there is I have a little bitty jig, and I have right above it six inches a little weight, and then about two foot above that I have a cork, because I I wasn't catching anything until I started suspending that little grub jig. Yep, and so. When we were trying to catch the big bass, I was using an H&H, &H, and I got hung on a top out in the middle, and I thought, hmm, somebody's put a top out, out here because it wasn't a top there before. It's this Jay Stone move here. <laughs> put the secret top out in, in a stock pond. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody, but I found it. So There's a lot of secrets <clears throat> going on around the pond. Have you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of people not sharing it. We're calling Jace the pond. Kinda, he's not fixated on the crappie and <laughs> Willie's pond, but he's close. Bill, I have an addiction. I will just have this intervention. I am addicted to eating fresh crappie. I, I, I can't help it. It's, hey, the temptation is too great. I would think it's it's one of the you, perfect diets. They're oh. baked. They're 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 grilled fish. Yeah, yeah. you know. Jesus loved fish. That's enough for me right there. Well, right. His last first, meal. Well, I first thought meal he ordered post-resurrection was right. give me some fish. I mean, last one he had on the planet. Look, when he picked these men, we're fixed to get into Matthew. Welcome to the Matthew debut. I mean, one of the famous lines is, you come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. But, I mean, these were, these were fishermen. I've been so, there and done that. <laughs> so, anyway, so I go out. So, I thought, I want to, since I have a rod and reel, not, not a jig pole, I said, I want to try out there where I got hung. So I that's the first thing I did. Because I got my little honey hole that we won't that I won't give the details in <laughs> in case anybody's listening to this who yeah. has access to that. <laughs> so, hole, which is doubtful. So I flipped this thing why is about as far as I could throw to get it out there. Well, a couple of times I saw my cork move just a little bit. I thought it was almost like a turtle was messing with it. But they wouldn't just take it. I was like what is that? So I, I, I kept, 
I become obsessed with because I could tell something was messing with it because I was seeing that court. And uh, this went on for about 10 minutes. Well, finally, that court just, it kind of stood straight up and just started easing down. I said, well, here we go. So I just set back the hook, and I thought, whatever this is, is, is not edible. Too big. Because it was just, it was just dead raw weight. weight. Yeah, dead weight. And so the, the fight ensued. Now, once this thing got closer, it started making runs and pulling drags. So I was like, it's not a turtle. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, the announcement I have for you, I don't know what this thing weighed. Because I landed the fish. I got, in fact, I put, I risk my life. <laughs> because I was up on the bridge and I had to stair step down the rocks. Because way too big. It was a bass, largemouth bass. But it was the biggest bass I've ever caught in my life. And I've caught, I've caught some hefty bass. I mean, the biggest one off the top of my head probably was a, uh, in a tournament, we got a lake down here. Did you lake. Know your... <clears throat> it was you. nine pounds and ten ounces. So, but this one was bigger. Did you not have your phone to take a... I didn't have my phone. <laughs> well, I because uh, uh, you know I'm like I fool around and land this thing after I don't know how long the fight was, but I had to stair step down these rocks down the bridge. While I looked, I I jumped and I thought this grass was like a foot high around <laughs> Willie's pond. <laughs> It's four foot high. So when I jumped into the grass, you know, I just disappeared. Yeah, (laughs) I'm in the water. I'm like, you kidding me. And so I get this bass up there. I mean, he's like, okay, I'm done. He wore out. So I grabbed him. And by the way, I mean, that little jig was in his mouth. I could stick my fist, you know, all the way in, and I could move it. I could have stuck two of them in there. This thing was humongous. What I found fascinating, though, is because I reached down to get my phone. No, I don't have my phone. And I'm like, well, what do you do with this thing? Nothing. So I just, I had him in the edge of the grass, got the bait out, and I just laid him there. And he's just quite the sight. Well, I got up the rock. I started crappie fishing. That that joker laid there. He was in the water, but just like. He was just resting. Resting. (laughs) For 10 minutes, I'd look over there at him. I was like. I wonder if he's just, did he die? Or, And I thought, well, if somebody will come by here with a phone, I'll take a picture of him. This ought to be fun, you know, but nobody did. But finally, after about 10 minutes, I heard, and I looked up. He he just he, he came he back gathered to himself and took off. And I was like, well, <clears throat> since I have no proof of that, I need to tell that story. Well, BK and, caught one in there that looked like he was over 10. But yeah. Jay got a picture, but maybe that same fish, because you know, might have been. Everybody's, you know, <clears throat> nobody. What are you gonna do with a big old bass? Well, here? they've got it down. Jay's keeps talking about. We finally caught them all, caught them all, caught them all. But they keep catching them. So they, <laughs> well, they, the bass they it's keep hard to catch. Well, them. It's hard no, to catch. No, I them hadn't all. saying you catch <laughs> them all. That's what these fools are saying. It's just no longer that easy. As in, you just throw anywhere with any contraption at any time and catch them. You know, at first when they first stocked that thing. Well, there because were all they're the, the neighbors. Well, now you're down to the seasoned veterans down there, <laughs> and oh, you can catch them. <laughs> you and, just and know they're the doing. because they're the ones that don't um, breed, right? I mean, that's the no. They said that, but they're they breeding. Said. I'm catching small crappie, really? medium crappie, and large crappie. Oh, oh yeah, you got too many crappie in there. Oh, I'm yeah. just hammering them. <laughs> so they given up on it because they don't think they're there. You got the best gig in town. Oh well, my neighbor. Uh oh, yeah. That that's Kendall <laughs> Willie's wife. When I'm walking back, he's like, "What you got there?" But it's dark. I said, "Supper," <laughs> and he said, "You got any crappie there?" I said, "Boy, it's slow. The bass are really hitting." You know, I was like, "Diversion." He said, "Crappie." He's like, "Well, I hadn't fished down there in a while." You know, somebody said they caught all the crappie out of there. I was like. You never know. <laughs> These people, they're hammering it. You sound like a you sound like a, somebody did a congressional I'm investigation. Not to lie, <laughs> as, but I was as like, far as I can recall, I, you know, as, as far as I remember, I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's too hot to fish. Really. I think it's too hot. Anyway, yeah. you know, I was planting the seed. Don't go out there; it's hot. <laughs> Stay away. 
I love it. So anyway, look, been here over 50 years. You catch something that's the biggest you've ever caught. I thought that was worthy of an announcement. Yeah, it's just like it meant very little to me. It because was just like in Jaws when he came in and said, "Oh, we know it's a great white because we had the tooth." He said, "You got the tooth? Let me see the tooth." He yeah. said, well, I dropped it. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> really." So I want to mention uh, before we get into Matthew, that's my our brother-in-law Tony Thomas was just here. We love Tony. He's a He's quite the artiste. He's got a new thing. He's going to show everybody a new, a couple of new paintings. And so he, he's going to do a Facebook live and I'm going to join him just so it'll be interesting. And, uh, it's going to be on <laughs> Saturday, September 4th, uh, 7 PM central. So wherever you are across the country. So 7 PM, it's on Facebook and Instagram live. So look for that on, on Tony's, uh, I guess it'll be on his page or whatever. So we're going to unveil some new stuff that he's doing. So it should be fun. So we're in uh, we're in Matthew. Oh wait, before we get into that, Jace, I meant to mention this yesterday. I wanted to show it so you can see it. On one of the church buildings coming out here, this was on their uh, sign. It says, "Paul, please come to Damascus," hmm. which I thought was. You think they're talking about Paul, the biblical writer? Right. So instead of Damascus, they said Damascus, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a preacher joke, but they're tired of their mask. <clears throat> they're tired of their well, mask. Well, I think maybe you had a city named Damascus. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't overthink it, Judge. No, I'm serious. I know. I this get it. This is the joke. That, look, I the first thing I would do if we if I was put in charge of the religious organizations is we need to what are these things called where they put these messages? Yeah, it's just their it's their sign. I mean, yeah, whatever that is, we need to do away with that. Yeah, because they're always doing trying these little puns. And... Oh, it's cheap. <laughs> it is the the most cheesy, and I don't know why I read them. I get so frustrated. <laughs> See, like this, yeah. this, this, this. It was is... still there today. I saw it yesterday and today. So some See, guy, like he's this. he's proud of himself. See, I, this is disturbing to me. Well, it got my attention, so I, I thought it was worthy of note. Here's what I think we should do. If if we were put in charge of the signs, you just put a name and definition of God or Jesus on your sign. Well, some we're going to get into that with Matthew, right? So put uh, what it what is the what is the meaning of Jesus or or a text, right? I mean, well, Jesus though I'm saying is the Greek. What is it, Joshua? I think so. Greek Joshua, and it means the Lord saves. So just put on your sign, the Lord saves. See, here's one. So I just looked you're, it up. You're not, I just you're put not it following it. Church signs. Social distancing does not apply to God. Draw near to him. See, it's, <laughs> I, it's not that I don't agree with them. It's too <laughs> cheesy. Just put the Lord saves. So put Emmanuel. Was Y'all know what that means. Yeah. God is with us. God is with us. Just just make declarations of who God is, not cheesy political slash religious connections. Quit looking at those signs and let's move on. <laughs> Adam and Eve, the first people who did not read the Apple terms and conditions. <laughs> See, this is not good to me. This is what's wrong. This is why people won't meet. In church building. <laughs> so you're saying the signs are not helping is what you're saying. No, they're not helping. <clears throat> if I if I was if I was not in Jesus and that's your attempt at marketing, I'm no out. Good. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm we just out. we don't I, put anything on ours. That's not appealing to me. Let's take a break. So one of my favorite sponsors of our podcast uh, is a group called Faithful Counseling, because I am uh very big on counseling. Uh, not only has it helped Lisa and I, but we've done a lot of it ourselves. I mean, we're kind of, a, I would call us redneck counselors. You know, we don't have any official training other than the Bible, which is all you need to help well, people. And the counselor, capital C. There you go. came out of the school Inside of, of hard knocks. Hard knocks. As I always tell our counselors, usually things don't, don't do this and you'll be better off. But these guys are trained. 
Um, and of course, there's a faith element as well, which is important when you're talking about counseling as a Christian. Uh, anything you share with these guys is confidential. Uh, they have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, which is great. It's available worldwide, text, chat, phone, video. There's a lot of different ways to be able to do this, and it's affordable. So what you want to do if you want if you need some counseling uh, or know someone that does, you can guide them to faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed. You're going to get 10% off your first month uh, by being an unashamed listener. So that's faithful counseling.com slash unashamed. You're going to fill out a questionnaire. They're going to assess your needs and they're going to match you with a counselor that you'll love. So check them out. Faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed. All right. So the book of Matthew, um, it's, it's listed as the first one. Not that that matters. It could have been anywhere in the line. In fact, most scholars agree that Mark is actually the first one written because Matthew pull some things from Mark. So who, who, who comes up with this stuff? Oh, you got people that have studied this for thousands of years. I've always thought Matthew was the first one. It's the first one in order. The reason why most people think the reason there's a lot of debate about it. The most reason people think it is, is because it's the most Jewish. So dad, you made the point that when you get to the end of Malachi in, you know, back in Daniel, you're looking forward. There was a period where we didn't really, does this really matter though? Well, no, yeah, but I mean, it's interesting to some people that yeah. it is a it is the most Jewish of all the go- of the four. So, gospels. what do you mean by it's the most Jewish? Well, it it mentions the most about prophecy. Uh, Sixty Old Testament references of prophecies. It begins with the seed line, the Jewish seed line. Correct. The royal. Now, everybody, well, everybody's <laughs> got to remember you, that, that that doesn't cover. Because when you say, "Well, I, I can date all of this," well, Matt Owens and and myself, <clears throat> we looked into this pretty strongly. We tried to, our best to add up all the lineages. You know, it's it, he begins with with Abraham. I, Matthew yeah. one verse two, a record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. But now you have all these generations before them <clears throat> that start with uh, when God created Eddie, when Adam, uh, Seth. So you have Seth. Matthew doesn't cover that. But you have Seth over here. He's going all the way to Noah. It's just one genealogy after the other one. That's in Genesis 5. Noah lived. Noah was 500 years old. Well, then you got to remember all the generations up to that point came to naught because God drowned them all. But eight, right. well, all those Started generations, they're, they're gone. We were just trying to figure out how many years there was from, math, from, from Genesis to Matthew. We ended up with an educated guess, and we got it at about 5,000 years, give or take a little, 5,300 or so. And that's a— Add the two— Two two thousand twenty one to that, <clears throat> but, but we were they we, lived longer. Well, that right. For it's a, a difficult undertaking because that's right. You had a you think about a generation even in our. But it gives a number of years that most of them lived uh, at together. Lamech still, lived seven hundred seventy seven years, and then he died. Noah was five hundred years. It, it gives them when they die. You can form a pretty good pattern it's a, it's on, a guess. The, on the age of the earth by looking at this. So I'm just throwing that well, in. I'm not a theologian. Right, right. But we got it at about from Genesis, the creation, <clears throat> to Jesus, roughly 5,000, 5,300. There's a lot of people that study this way more in depth, professors uh, who were converted Whoa. to Christianity because of the, what we're, the very thing we're talking about. And they've got it. As a as a young Earth, which I, I believe that to be true. So, and I'm more of an that old. Just we, thoughts. we keep I'm, coming up with this argument, but he could have made the Earth old. Correct. Already. That's old. correct. What 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 what's the big problem with that? It's not 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 a problem. And, and we won't know till we till we get. I mean, I'm just we, telling you my it opinion. Really whatever bother it's worth. me. Right. <clears throat> what? Why was? Why is this information that I need to know? Because it floats around from all circles. That no, well, no, that it's it's millions of years old, but you, you that read, doesn't bother me because he could have hey, made it millions it, of years old. He could have in the beginning. Or I mean, he could have made it through it process. Just, you know, because it takes. It's just some people. Some people that are Christians who are also 
scientific scientist they they believe it was a process yep. you know it's like when i got on when i went and visited the ark which is up in kentucky and it's amazing a lot of but a lot then they of got a cage over there with some dinosaurs in it and i was like nah, uh, i just can't buy that the dinosaurs weren't me, around the same time people were there's no way he could have made them where it was like there were dinosaurs there but dinosaurs running around you don't have a couple of t-rexes on your ark because for long, no. the, yeah. there ain't nobody going to be left. By the time we get to where we're going, they've eaten everybody. So they had a, some dinosaurs. Yeah, there. in the cage. I was like. Well, they think the dinosaurs. Yeah, they came on with everything else, I guess. But I'm saying they must think they died in the flood or whatever. I guess so. Yeah, a lot of people say when, when it says in the beginning. And that's just somebody. And the spirit was hovering over the waters. <clears throat> they insert it there. That could have been millions of years to kind of agree with the scientists on the Earth is thirteen point cosmos is thirteen point five billion. Well, you may be right. It could yeah, be, but I just I, I, I beg the difference. I don't believe that, but right. and the, yeah. and it's a studied opinion all the well, way. Well, in the that will never really solve in the order of important things. Number one being <laughs> Jesus introduced to the world. This is way down the list. In my opinion. now, you well, get look. all kind of people sending you. We'll, we'll get a lot of people sending us what they think about oh, the yeah. age of the Earth. Well. I've got, it about, this I've got it at about way down the list of important <laughs> things. That we we, need we got into it back early when we talked about Genesis. But Jace, to answer your question about the the genealogy here, it was important enough for Matthew that he included it. That's my point. And I think the reason the reason why he well, did it. So so why so so the reason why is the clue is in seventeen because it's really interesting. There were fourteen generations. Why did he start at Abraham? 14 generations I was gonna from Abraham up. to yeah. David, and then 14 from David to the exile, which is where Daniel shows up. And then yep. you got 14 after that. So there's a pattern here. That's right. And well, just which means what? Which to me means that the main focus of the genealogy was first Abraham, because God made a covenant with Abraham that would apply to all people. He said, you will be the father of all nations. I mean, everybody's going to come out. He's giving you the, Matthew's giving you the source of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And then he goes to David. And the reason the covenant with David is important is he said, it is an everlasting royal kingdom that will come through your lineage. And so that's the reason I think he mentions those two. And now we get to Jesus. So the three central figures, and you could include Moses, but he, Matthew says it's Abraham, it's David, it's Jesus. Yep. That shows you what God had planned the whole time. That's why he I think starts it's, it. I agree. I think it shows that point. it was a plan, but two, now this is interesting. It's actually the seed line to Joseph. Joseph, correct. Well, who was not his father. That's my point. Right. So, so do you the, want to comment on that? I do. So I think the reason why that is, is because Jesus had to have everything right. So for him to be, he had, even though he wasn't Joseph's son, he had to be a legal heir of yeah. the kingdom. And that's why it was done this way. When you go over to Luke 3, he goes all the way back to Adam there. Yep. And I, I thought be, Luke was uh, Mary's. It is. It, although she's not mentioned, it, it mentions Joseph again. But the, right. here's how you know the two. So you, when you get to David, there's a fork for these two genealogies. Which one goes through one son, one note, through another son. Forks are good in genealogy. <laughs> That's exactly right. So so one was from the okay. seed line of David, you know, going all the way back, and one was the seed line going back just on the royal side. That, that's what I wanted you to make, the point yeah. to make. So I think that was the purpose of both genealogies. And I think, to answer your question, Jess, the reason Matthew is doing this from a Jewish perspective is that's who he's going to speak to. Most th- people think he wrote this in Hebrew. And here's the whole point of the whole thing. Any way you slice it, I've heard it both ways, argument about our our heritage from start to finish is Jewish. That's right. We 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 owe as Gentiles, we owe our salvation to Jesus. Right. And and all the way back, and the father of our faith is Abraham. The, he's the first time called the Hebrew. Abraham, Abram the Hebrew. That's well, the first time we... you read about about the, the the group known as Hebrews. Right. So way back in Genesis, so you look at it. And what's interesting is Abraham even predates, you know, what we think of as what happened in the desert that created the people of God. Actually, that was way back then. That's right. Before even that, which, you know, that's where he got the promises. So that's kind of the importance of it. Plus, you know, the Jews, they should have heard this. Matthew showed them. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's all Jewish. Right. 
And so what what's interesting though, Jace, talk, let's talk a little bit about Matthew the man. Out of well, all the people, yeah. out of the twelve, the guy who you would think would have the least um what would you call it? Um skill set. Skill set. Maybe not skill set, but the least uh credibility. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a, he was an outcast. I mean, the man was a tax collector, which for his day was like the worst of the worst. This day the IRS is not spoken of too highly. No. <laughs> none of us none of us like the tax man. <laughs> well, I have a hmm, I have a all right, have a look. Next segment of my. Hang on, let's take a break because it's big. So, this summer, Jay's Bespoke Post, uh, one of our sponsors, is here to take your adventures to the next level. Oh, wow. With a box of awesome. That's, right. that's what their boxofawesome.com. I, lo- I love their website. They partner with small businesses and emerging brands to basically bring you unique things every month. It's kind of like a little surprise box i love getting mine Hmm. and uh it's anything from travel outdoor gear summer stuff grooming you know if you like to you know you like to barbecue and grill there's a lot of stuff like that so to get started you go to boxofawesome.com and you're going to take a quiz and that way they're going to find out what you like the kind of stuff you like then every month you're going to get a box full of awesome things it's free sign up you can skip a month you can cancel any time each box costs $45, but it has over $70 worth of gear. So you're making a little bit of money uh, every time you get the stuff. You get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and you enter the code Phil at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code Phil, 20% off your first box. Jace's hmm yeah, segment. This is a hmm <laughs> segment. So. He was named Levi also, mm-hmm. which is common. I mean, this is my theory. Because if you read, what is that, Mark 2? It's like 13, I think. Mm-hmm. So they were calling him Levi. So at some point, he's Matthew. But a lot of people had a name change when they encountered Jesus or put their faith in God. Or... Right. So here's my hmm. So Levi, which is basically... When you think of Levi, I mean, what pops in your head? Some priest, kind of priest, yeah, the tribe, the priestly tribe, Jew, kind of rule-oriented, ritualistic faith or whatever. So he's his new name is Matthew, which is the definition of Matthew is the gift of God. Gift of God. So I got to thinking about it, and I think all cultures, gifts are not taxable. You know, if you get a gift. Now, I think they put a cap on it now. This is why I said it's some, hmm. <laughs> you know, with someone, well, what I'm saying is, if you're a tax There is a guy, cap. There's a cap. $15,000 is what it is yeah, right now. But I'm saying the general principle, deeper than that, yeah. which is, you know, he's, he's a tax collector. Outcast, I don't think is strong enough word. Because they were... I mean, can you imagine? Well, and he probably... His fellow disciples, it's worthy of note, were illiterate. Illiterates. Yeah, he was probably the only... They didn't even go to kindergarten, uh, junior high, high school. These people were not educated (laughs) at all. That's right. So if you take a bunch and all of a sudden you look up and you say, "Who, who is that? And you say, well, I don't know. Jesus told them to follow up, follow, follow him. And he's, he's one of us. It yeah. would have had to been a giant chasm to cross for, for Matthew to walk up among them. Now, when the, the, the chosen, uh, when they brought it up, yeah. they, they, they had him pictured as kind of a freaky bean <laughs> well, counter, kind of a freaky <laughs> bean counter. With that, autism. Uh, kind or, of on uh, the scale, Asperger yeah. scale, yeah. Yeah, and, and look, I don't know. I, I think it was interesting I mean, may, I think they get that idea because I thought, well, where, where in the world? Well, are you know, the, what he does is, you know, he there's a thing you can, you can Google him. 
the actor talking about it. You know, when he's talking, he's he's always you know he's like counting on his fingers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's always got these little ticks and. Yeah. But I, I thought it was brilliant because he was he was the yeah, most. He was different. a financial wizard type. Right. Exactly. Well, but you know he's got social. Issues. I've seen a few of them. I run from them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's got social. <laughs> Matthew, I've got to embrace him as a brother. That's so right. I'm thinking, boy, <laughs> who you they, with? I'm with the IRS. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you just got to think. They're they're hated, and I think if you read, you know, his calling. Let, let me read the Mark two, and I'll give you my thoughts on why I think they did that. This is this is Mark two thirteen. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach him. As he walked along, he saw Levi sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, I mean, he keeps saying that over and over. They asked the disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So in Matthew nine, Matthew nine, which he he has the same story. Yeah, but now it's Matthew, so I guess he's writing about himself. Well, why wait nine chapters? And why why use Matthew instead of Levi? Well, that's why I said because it. I think that Matthew, meaning the gift of God, was some kind of message to him about you know who God is and what he was doing. I mean, I think he was in a world where if you're smart enough and you you're getting paid and you're in with the right people, you can be, you know, successful. Right. You're a but, government official which was a what's called monarchy, a which, which was a monarchy and and you, you, and he was one of the boys. Well, that's yeah. right, because he's the one well, fleecing they, the people out of their money. And most tax collectors, the reason they were so hated, not only were they representing get, taking money for the Romans and the Jews. By the way, Herod, they were getting our country has taken what the Romans did and extended that even on more steroids. Oh, yeah. But at least we don't have another country coming in taking taxes, and them people working for those. That would be worse. Is what I'm saying, and right. that's what was going on here. Yeah, because they were occupied. There was, but and most tax collectors would shave off money for themselves. You remember when Zacchaeus, his story, he was like, he when he finally got it with Jesus, he was like, I've been fleecing people, and I'm going to give back, you know, four times what I stole. Yeah, because he had a moment. You know, he was yep. like, uh, but that gave you an insight into it. Now Matthew, we never it never says he was skimming, but you know he was because they all sure. did. It's how they yeah, it's sure. how they made money. Well, I just think it's significant that the name got changed to Matthew, which means the gift of God. One, I, one I, guy, I just think there's something there. Well, one guy I read, he noticed it too, and what he said because there's another thing in here. I, I think I wrote it down in the notes, but that one of them calls him in one of the descriptions as a son of Alpheus. Yeah, it says that in. And then there's, yeah. but there's another disciple, James, the son of Alphys. So yeah. you wonder if his brother was a disciple, which would have kind of gone in line with him there. But it, there but it, could have been a little friction there. Right. When I'm working with the IRS crowd and the other one. Well, one guy said that I read, he said he thought that he would have been known as Levi, except that once he was kind of excommunicated probably from his family when he became sure. a tax collector, sure. that that's when the name changed. But what's interesting, it changed the gift of God, which is. Like to your point, that's an interesting name. It's not really a taxable thing, you <laughs> know. Right. There it is. There's nothing you can do to earn, because that's the way he'd been living his life. He had worked his way up the oh, yeah. up the corrupt ladder of yeah. being a publican, and so kind of like our politicians today. Right. Well, I mean, you do whatever. Jesus it takes. basically told Matthew. Your, your numbers are not adding up to what they should, but mine will. Right. Well, it shows you, though, I think, what they did on The Chosen was they, because I think if you think about it, where it said, you know, I think they got it from that statement. It's not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. Right. Now, yeah. he, was, he was more thinking about the spiritual condition, but 
that might have contributed. I mean, he might have had some kind of social disorder. I mean, who embraces that against his own people? Somebody probably with some social issues. I mean, right. I like the idea that they plus went they down should that tell road. everybody that that are members of the kingdom, which Matthew gets into. It should let you know, Al, that some people who are downright freaky. But they they're welcome into the kingdom. Yeah, it's a, well because because you have a bunch of illiterates running with this this financial wizard, and you, you say just to get along, the classes are so profound right. between illiterate fishermen, and they see this guy that's been going out there to check taxing them. Right, Peter and them, yeah, you know, which yeah. I, again I think the chosen's done a nice job of that to show that tension. I mean, everybody had been bitten somewhat by what Matthew. Oh, yeah. But what you got? Hang on, Jess. Let's take another break. Part of his character is revealed when he dropped all his new his buddies to go follow Jesus. Well, oh, pretty amazing. He dropped them like a ton of bricks like that. And walked oh, away from his wealth. Of course, yeah. the old Roman in, in Chosen, that sec, he was like, you're going to do what? That's right. he, he's like, give it all up for, for what? Yeah. But Matthew somehow... It, it was just right when well, God, it was the when gift God, of God. Now we're gift getting to God. Why I was saying, hmm. Well, I think but, he's he's sort of like the first early version of Paul in the group because Paul come along. He was highly educated. You know, he had all this, but that was kind of Matthew's role because of this book. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, because he expounds a lot here. In fact, uh, the guy that does the, there's a guy that does the chosen. Like it's called six things you probably didn't know about Matthew. If you Google that. I thought it was really interesting. I sent it to y'all. And it was, to your point, it said he had to be fluid in Latin, Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic Whew. just to do his job. That's a brain right there. I mean, you know, if he's if he's mastered four languages, he's a pretty sharp guy. And then basically he built all this stuff for the Romans. Plus you needed someone. I, I'm glad, you know, that that the, the Peters of the world and the fishermen part, I, I mean, I, I, I as a redneck, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm self-imposed redneck, but but I said and you know I appreciate river rat. I appreciate that God would be so generous toward people who were not brains. It, right. This is for everybody. I think one of the reasons Matthew's in there is that by the way, in that group that's the the the, the, the money the money men, they can be saved too. Well, I, I, I picked them too. But isn't that interesting, Dad? That we the most like of, you said, Jace, the gift. It's, it's the it's, gift, it, the gift it, is wide. But then yeah. Moses was an outcast. I mean, not Mo- Moses. Matthew was an outcast because he was smart and That's right. connected. So that does make it interesting when you think about Christianity. It, it really is available for everybody. It's for everybody. And so well, I. It, but, you know, but, it's hard for rich men to make it according to Jesus. You know, so hard, you know, like putting a, a camera through the eye of a needle. Well, you know, if it's that difficult and the money was the, was the issue, in this case, well, he, he dropped he dropped what he was doing and said, okay. The rich young ruler didn't, but he did. That's right. But the calling of Matthew gave the caveat, it's available to everybody as long as you're acknowledging yourself as a sinner. I mean, the point that gets lost in him calling Matthew, even though he was probably weird as a follower for the, all Being the reasons counter. we've say, we said, you know, I, I just don't think it's an accident that he brings up. And it, I think, probably think this party at Matthew's house probably wasn't like imminent. This was probably just something he included. I mean, it just seems kind of weird that all of a sudden they're going to the house with, you know, when, when did he, well, he would have had the means to throw a party. He you could know, have, you know. and it's not, it's not relevant to what I'm saying, but it, it seems to Jesus made a point about saying it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And he said in Matthew's <clears throat> account, but go learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I mean, to me, the more important point were these Pharisees who were looking at Jesus and who he was choosing and criticizing him. Well, there were the, they were the ones that were more impossible to be saved. 
Because they see no need for much Jesus. harder. So, much but, harder. But to your point in the last podcast, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, would literally, when he says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, he's going back for thousands of Jewish history and all those sacrifices that went up. He said, Look, that's not what saves you. Mercy is what saves you, my mercy yep. to yep. you. And so, I think it was really interesting that you're right, Jace. He aimed at these Pharisees because they're looking at all these tax collectors. Moses, I, I mean, keep saying Moses, Matthew, the reason he wanted to bring these guys in, I think he wanted his people he knew, his circle, to meet Jesus. But, you know, it doesn't say any of them turned it around, but they were I there. I think somewhere it does, maybe. Maybe uh, so. You know, uh, you don't I'll have to look that up, but I, I think there's somewhere where, where it's implied. Maybe I read that somewhere. I don't know. But I, I think it was like any of us, if you found something great, the first people you'd want to know about it is the people who you were around the most, whether it's your family or your friends or whatever. And that seems to be what Matthew did here. You know, yeah. Yeah. Paul told Titus, when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. Right. Then he told him, you, and which Matthew, it, it's implemented in Matthew, or, he, you know, he was, uh, well, he said, because of his mercy, he saved us through the washing of rebirth right. and renewal by the Holy Spirit who right. was poured out on us generally right. through Jesus. Right. So that was the overall point. And Paul writes about it in the epistles. You read about what Matthew wrote down, right. and, it, and it all agrees. Yeah, and I think, I think, and I'm just guessing, but I think for Matthew, it was first a reconnect to his Jewishness yep. in Jesus. And then obviously once he started following Jesus, he realized that, now we got to make another shift yep. because it's bigger than that. So that's why, you know, he, you he, know, Gentiles never even participated in the animal sacrifices as far as to God and all that, mm. like the, like the Jews had. Right. But you just think about what a gap that was to bring all of them together through one sacrifice. That's right. Jesus. And right. Matthew, I'm, he, he got it. Yeah. I know where I got that from Al in Luke, in Luke's version of the calling of Matthew slash Levi. He says in, in Matthew five twenty seven it said, After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Same story. Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi, this is the added little bonus here, had a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others we're eating with them. So, so, so he's got them all together. Well, but here it was. I knew I'd read that somewhere that it was like he did this for, he threw a Jesus party. He did. And he invited all his friends. Well, you're assuming maybe some of them, but they were least interested or why would they come? It could have been the bit, the last blowout too, because he's fixing to be he he's walking away from the money, you know. So he had the last big blowout, with, but I think he wanted them to meet Jesus. I mean, that, well, that's, I agree. Obviously, he had a moment. So he was doing his job early. That's early. right. He he, he I, I knew that as a good sign. Yeah, you know? oh, I yeah. agree. Let's take Let's a think about. Let's think about that. Brought him some name calling and and, and rebuke too. Well, some of them that showed up at that wedding. I mean, at the at the big party, some of them were there just saying, "All right, we'll go over and see." What's no going different on. than any of us. Huh? When you come to Jesus, I'll guarantee you something. There's going to be a large amount of people who think you're now a weirdo. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I received that like a like a gale force wind. <laughs> what are you? Do- <laughs> you know what are you doing? Oh, one of them said, "Oh well, my goodness, it's a religious kick." Yeah. yeah, I said, "I think it's more than that." Yeah, because I was just trying to tell them it's over between me and you. I had that conversation, you know, with my buddies. I mean, it took a while for me to have enough courage to do it, but it. But a bunch of brainy bean counters, you know, money handlers. I would have hated to even be in that mix. I mean, you talk about. Oh, rough. they thought he was having a complete oh, nervous they breakdown. They said he's gone nuts. Oh, yeah. Which maybe that's why they come up with. I mean, him the having... job you had, the money you were making, and you're going yeah. to give it all up. And you're wanting us to follow you? Follow you? you know what's Are interesting? Are you crazy? But you know what's interesting is out of the, so you get the 12 together. Money's a powerful thing. And you know there's money. a lot of tension there because we read about some of it, but, you know, some are wanting to be next to Jesus and 
James and John got their mom to come and make a play for them. On the right and the left. Right. But, you know, Matthew, wouldn't you think that Jesus would have put him in charge of the purse? But he didn't. Judas had the purse. That's interesting. That's an interesting. I mean, I don't know what it means, but you'd think the guy that was the money handler that speaks the four languages would have been the guy. It's almost like, you know. You would have thought Matthew was in line for the betrayal, but no. But I don't think they would have. I think that's why he was doing some shady stuff. That's probably why he was eliminated. You think so? But but we know that Judas was skimming because some of the... That's the way life is, though. Whoever you think by human judgments, you think, oh, I don't. you're usually wrong. That's right. It's the guy you're never thinking. Yeah. I, I like it how they did it on The Chosen right. with Judas. Yeah. They, he I've seen him grow in the faith fellow. and go way beyond my wildest <laughs> expectations. I said... That old boy, he he got it. Yeah. But it was 30 years later, after their conversion, I just watched them, and I'm like, man. I said, all, all he went through there, all waited through when he turned to Jesus. His buddies were after him. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously we knew that Judas never did. I love John's little commentaries about him. He's like, yeah, he would gripe about, you know, these people you know, pouring the perfume on Jesus and all this. It was just like, but he helped himself to the back. You know, it's like, yeah, John was like, it was inside they knew, you know. That well, he, he was writing that in retrospect. But right. It's, yeah, he just couldn't help. He couldn't make a sentence about <laughs> Judas without saying something nasty. <laughs> That's right. I mean, in a good way. Once he had been proved to well, what right. he He's like, this guy. You of course, know. obviously, they didn't know. That's a good point, Jace, because at the at the table – when he when Jesus says one of you is going to betray me, they're looking around and Peter's looking at John like I know who it is. Like they have, they have no, no idea. idea. You're not. We 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 just put ourselves in these shells where we think we can see this, but you you don't know. I've been so wrong on so many people that finally I got it. I thought I'm staying away from predicting the outcome <laughs> of people's hearts That's right. coming to Jesus. I'm telling you. I'll tell you as a general rule, most of the worst people I've ever met turn out to be the greatest disciples of Jesus. <laughs> That's right. So I'm done with that because you yeah. just don't know. Right. And, and a lot of the people that I thought, man, you know, these this guy's a minister or he's in the ministry and he's on fire for Jesus. Then you look up five years down the road and he's having an affair. He yeah. left his wife. He, I mean, how, what happened? How could you not see Just like this? our guy, Dad, that uh, we met, uh, Ravi Zacharias, which he's dead now. But, I mean, he's one of the greatest Christian apologists ever and impacted me in huge ways spiritually. I used to listen to his sermons when I was driving in to preach, and, I mean, it impacted how I preached. And he dies, you know, and then it comes out after he died that he had this whole thing, his sex problem with massage people all around the world, and it all came out. And it was really a lot of people were just like, well, now everything he said, I can't, you know, like, he had no impact because it turns out he had a bad sin problem going on. But I viewed it differently. I thought I never knew that about him, but although I know anybody's capable of anything, but the, the spiritual truths that he was, were, was espousing impacted me. And so you can't really take that away, even if he did have a terrible sin problem. So, but a lot of people are just like, I'm done with even, I can't even talk about him anymore. And, And I see, I understand why I'm not saying they're wrong. I mean, I think the disciples in our context were, they, they were more sinful than we're realizing. I mean, they're human beings. We're all sinful. Yeah. Now I think immediately once God, Jesus called them and they started following him a little bit, just like what we do when we come to Jesus, things, things get way better in a hurry. So I think that probably happened. Yeah. But you got to think, you're talking about some baggage. I mean, it. how 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 does he need to portray it to give you a – I mean, th- this guy was running around with people that the culture, by and large, hated. That's right. I mean, a bunch of shysters. And forget the social disorders. He's probably so arrogant, you know, the power of, of wow. his position – it's just not a person you want to hang out with. So I, look, I, I'm sure that there were quite the bit of arguments those first few days of following Jesus. Well, you also had like, a- who, who invited this guy? Well, yeah, that's why the chosen has been such a good show, right? Because they they just took a little bit of that read just like we did. We came up with the same conclusions, right. and they put it on TV. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, that yeah. 
Okay. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Is, and one of them was a zealot, which we know those guys. I mean, you follow the zealots back through Jewish history, not necessarily in the Bible, but just Jewish history, Josephus. I mean, these guys, they're Taliban-esque. You oh, know? They cut oh, you yeah. just to watch you bleed. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, these. You know, so we, that old boy, you know, he came out of that world. So you're right, Jason. You look at it as a group. I mean, Eclectic is not near a big enough <laughs> word to describe that group. And of, you got a bunch of fishermen. Uh, you know, throw that in there. Four of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about a ragtag bunch. Oh. And look, and they all came. Where's the text that says it takes many kinds or something to make up the kingdom of God? You know, right? Some, something to that effect. Well, you th- take, take into effect that John the Baptist announced all this. Yeah. Well, he's just crazy man yeah. wearing animal skins. Animal skins, eating, eating, eating I grasshoppers. I guarantee you, anybody who saw him coming, the heat waves coming up off the desert, and here's somebody <laughs> running down grasshoppers and robbing beehives to make a living to eat, and he comes up out of the nowhere hollering, you bunch of snakes. <laughs> well, you'd think anybody that saw him, but amazingly, Thousands were being baptized by it. One of my favorite, one of my favorite memories at Wise Ferry Road. We used to do dramas a lot, and we'd do them on like a whole weekend. And we'd do the last one on Sunday morning. We did one where Dad was John the Baptist. Yeah, do you, I don't know if you remember doing it. So he had they had him in this, you know, barely. His, yeah, but I they had him in his animal skin. He had a staff, and he just comes walking down the center aisle at WFR unannounced. Because, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen. I saw people get afraid. Oh, and then he, had, he had memorized that whole thing. He said, oh, you brood of a... He's just yelling and screaming. And people are, like, covering their kids. And... <laughs> but I, it was a moment, Dad. I mean, you nailed it. It was like, you know, it was it was very powerful. Yeah, I'll never forget it. That was probably 30 years well, ago. Well, that's 30 years ago when I was, I was young in the faith. So, you know, looking back on it, I'm like, well... <laughs> You, you know, had to look. The reason we should go down through these books and look at the, what they did and how they were and looking at these parties where Jesus was at, because then you fast forward today and you see some of the things that churches argue about and things are yeah. oh. the rules they have. And you're reading this and you're like, I think you missed something here. <laughs> I think you missed a point. You, you, we're, you, we're marrying the homeless in my yard amidst the dog fight. Yeah, that's good. Because that goes a lot, that's a lot closer to what I'm seeing (laughs) here than having a church where two homeless people walk up and they're saying, we get married and you're like, you know, maybe y'all just don't belong. (laughs) By the way, the average wedding cost, I looked it up after you told that story on the last podcast, is about $35,000. That's average, uh, so that means there's yeah. a lot more. This to, was we, we had a little. You, th- little you think snacks. you pull that off for thirty five k? Well, Phil, you got married for thirty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this was all free on my part. But I no, mean, I'm talking about you when you married. Actually, Kay. we gave the groom and his newfound wife. We paid them <laughs> to have a place to have their honeymoon because right. they're homeless. That's right. So no, I was to, saying when you married Kay, how much did that? Cost? How much that cost you? Uh, just 25 bucks. Oh, 25. 25. 25. Oh, wow. $10 on the blood test to see if you're carrying some communicable disease. <laughs> Micro. So, so they go from the blood test. Good. I said, where, who's, you know, you got to preach around or something. They said, well, go down there and justice of the peace. Yeah. He, he charged $15. The wedding ceremony lasted about 10 seconds, maybe. Do you <laughs> want our son? I said, yeah. He said, well, she's here. It's sign so right here. So romantic. I said, Miss Kay, you got any money on your head? I said, how much is this? Oh, and she paid for it. Yeah, I'm looking for the $15. He said $15. I said, woo. It was, I reached in my pocket. I didn't have $15. Miss Kay said, oh, I've got it here. It was in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah it was a funny. short wedding. All right. <laughs> All right, we're done. It's worth every dime, I'll tell you that. A <laughs> lot cheaper to get in than one of them to get out of it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep her. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.